The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's up, folks? It's your man Edel for the Hawks Beat Podcast. This episode is going to be part one of our weekly wrap um, we have a special guest uh Damon from we talk hawks tv and uh we had an interesting conversation about the atlanta hawks and um it kind of went all over the place but it was a good conversation about the atlanta hawks so uh, make sure you check us out in this episode and the second episode will air a little bit later but this is episode one of the hawks beat uh, weekly wrap of the Atlanta Hawks. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and ambitious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. This is um this is the weekly wrap edition of the podcast. So um four games in, we are wrapping up the week in Atlanta Hawks basketball. And uh, I got a special guest on with me tonight, man. So let me uh go ahead and get him on this evening let's see there he goes what's up my guy what's up e how you doing man i'm chilling man i got with me demond it's demond right yep mm -hmm. demond he is the the host of we talk hawks tv uh one of the baddest uh fan platforms out there man i listen to a lot of hawks content uh i stumbled onto him probably about a year ago and uh, I love what you guys got going on, man. I love the the rawness of your pod, man, and how you guys just keep it real, man. So welcome into the Hawks Beat Podcast, my guy. Hey, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. You know, we just try to keep it uh we try to keep it a hundred over there, man. Cause you know, I know some cats like I know a lot of y'all like really like affiliated with the Hawks. <laughs> I mean, y'all gotta limit some of the stuff y'all can say. So <laughs> and over there we just but like I tell people, it's just fans, man. We're just fans, you know, over there just forcing our opinions, how we feel, man. But thank you for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. No doubt, man. And, and that's one thing I really appreciate because, you know, that's the one thing that uh, I don't have for my podcast. Like I, I tell people all the time and it's like it's, it's a difference. Like I, I pull for the Hawks. I want the Hawks to win every single game, but I'm not invested in it like you guys. You guys got the blood, the sweat and the tears. You know, and that's why I'm always I'm always listening to, to you. I, I listen to my guys Hawks Talk podcast. 
I check them out. So I always want to be in tune with the fan element. Because look, man, when the Hawks win, it's good for business. So, you know, I want yeah. them guys to win. So <laughs> I'm not completely yeah, detached right, from man. it. <laughs> I know that's right. It's like I tell people, man, I always tell people, like, even on the show, I always remind them, you know, I'm not a uh, – I'm not I'm not a basketball coach, so I'm not gonna be the one. I'm not gonna give you X's and O's. I'm a fan. <laughs> I give you that's why I like sometimes E, you'll see me. I can have the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Yeah. <laughs> in the same game, in the same week, depending on what the Hawks do. Cause like I tell people, man, I'm emotionally invested in the Hawks. Like they can ruin my day. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I love it, man. I love it, man. And, and that's that's the beauty of sports and, and, and all this totality, man. Like when it comes down to it, man, I'm a sports fan. I love sports in, in mm -hmm. all areas. Uh, on my day job, man, I'm a PE teacher. So I'm always uh, in sports and athletics, man. So I get it. So, uh, of course, with me, I have my guy, Damon. He is the host of We Talk We Talk Hawks TV. Um, he is uh, Tone Gully on Twitter. So make sure you give him a follow and uh, check out his work, man. They do good stuff, man. So um, my podcast, we we podcast after every game. And what I started to do um, this year, I wanted to do kind of a weekly wrap-up show. Just like every week, just kind of look back on the week, see how this team is done. Um, there's been a lot of games. I'm like, yo, when, when am I going to have time to go do the week? I wanted yeah. to do it on Sundays, but I think this Sunday they had a game. So I hit it in the middle of the week. And uh, it just kind of kind of ended up like that, man. So let's kind of shift back a little bit, right? Kind of shift okay. back uh, to that first game in Charlotte. We're going to go through all four of them. We'll kind of go to the kind of the, the first two that had you in the lows and lows and then kind of get yeah. you to the high. So we're going to build you up. We're going to build you up, man. Um, that first game in Charlotte. And I don't know what it is about Charlotte, man. That just every time Rozier just goes MJ on the Hawks, man. Like, what what were you seeing in that Charlotte game, man? It it was very desponding, even for those who were kind of, kind of just cover the team. You know what, man? Like, somebody told me because you know I I was complaining as usual, and um, <laughs> somebody told me it's like you know what, Demond is like. Sometimes a team just got your number, and I was like, you know what, man? You could be right because you know last year we lost to them uh, three times out of four meetings, right? And it's crazy because we lost to him with Rozier. We lost to him without – we lost to him one time when Melo and Rozier both didn't play, and they yeah. still beat us. And I don't know. Maybe they get turned up for us. I really believe, if, I, if I'm if i being honest, you know, sometimes I feel the Hawks uh, play down to opponents. You I know what I'm that. saying? Because um, it's crazy. It's night and day, man. Like, we will lose to the Hornets. And like you saw, go beat the books. Like <laughs> it, it just baffles me. Like, like and beat the books soundly. Soundly, handily. But we can't control Terry Rozier. And you know, sometimes you got to tip your cap. They got the young rookie Miller. He was he was having a good game against the absolutely. Teams. But they just got our number, man. I don't. Yeah, and, and and the crazy thing was, even last night after last night's game, I was giving my takeaways. And my last takeaway from last night's game, I'm like, yo, I'm feeling good. They look good in Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. um, they just beat um, – who did they beat last night? Um, we just beat the Timberwolves. Yeah, had a brain fart. Beat the Timberwolves. I'm like, oh, okay. Things are starting to roll around. And then the last thing I said is, I am fearful of Washington. 
Like I'm fearful of Washington because all signs show like Washington is already, they look bad. Their film is not even good. But I remember last year I was in, I was in Houston. I was covering the game when they lost to the Rockets. I remember last year when they lost to the Spurs and when they lost to these teams that you should have beat. And and my thing is like, yo, if you're going to take that next step, you got to start clipping these games you got to win and 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 every game isn't an easy game and i understand that but bro like you got to start at least getting nine out of ten of these games you're supposed to win man well you know considering how you look at the team right uh you'll see me on twitter like i tell people i'm done with a whole bunch of like um a lot of that halfway stuff i'm championship or bus so i look at the hawks uh, i try to look at them through a championship lens so what does that mean? That means when you play a team like Charlotte, you beat those teams. Yeah. Right. Um, when you play a team like the Spurs, like last year, I was at the Spurs game last year mm-hmm. when they came to San Antonio. I was right behind the bench and I'm talking cash trash. You hear me? I'm talking trash to the fans up 24 points at halftime. That's a game you're supposed to win those games. Easy. They was San Antonio was tanking. Um, so when I look at them at that championship lens, you should, you need to beat the Charlottes. Mm-hmm. You need to beat the, these rebuilding organization because it's going to come times to where, you know, you might not have a good game against the top teams. You know what I'm saying? And look what happened to us last year. E if we beat Charlotte Spurs, the Houston Rocky game, we not worried about a plan at, at you know, we up here the last set, second one. If we even gonna make the plan, we would have been a fifth seed last year if you beat the teams you supposed to beat. And let me say one more thing about that Houston game you covered. <laughs> when I saw that first half, E, I thought, bro, like I, t- I said, we going to the finals. We rolling when DJ hit, hit the dude with the hit upside the head with the ball. I'm like, oh my god, we clowning. Yeah, it was it was wild, man. I'm like, I still remember like watching it. I'm sitting beside Lauren of the AJC, and uh, I'm watching Dejounte and Trey. They walk into the sideline. Houston just called a timeout, and that whole second half, them them young boys just started running, and it was yeah. like everybody was just tired. And I was just like, man, they they might not win this game. Yeah, and it it was just Sunday. But it, it, if we're talking about like, look, playoffs, like championships you can't you can't have those brain hiccups right like you can't have those brain hiccups man um i was in the building for uh the new york game that they lost man and and the 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 frustrating thing for me and i want your opinion on the new york game the frustrating thing for me in that new york game was new york was trying to give you that game like they was trying to give it to you at the end because (sighs) new york knicks they're always going to do nick things like right and the film I saw in New York, I was just like some of the defensive schemes and some of the defensive just lapses. I'm like, yo, man, like why is man's all the way over here? Trey trying to take charges at a three point line. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know, man, like the defensive, the defensive tape was so bad in New York. I went on like the next morning. I was like, oh, they're going to win in Milwaukee. Like they're gonna win in Milwaukee. Like I was, I said it with confidence. Yeah. And then I think I saw you tweet out that morning too. You was like, "Bump it, we gonna win in Milwaukee tonight." Like, yep. mm-hmm. up winning. <laughs> because you know what? When you look at the Hawks, man, and uh, you know, a lot of people they used to be giving like 
crazy takes because once again like i tell her i'm a fan man so you know my mood changes so but when i really just sit down and i'm just watching them uh when i'm not doing one and watching long when i just sit there and watch them we are just really sound uh, just playing sound defense away from being one of these top teams in the eastern conference what you know what you have you haven't heard people really speak about offensive deficiencies with this team even, mm. even last year with Nate McMillan nobody complained about us scoring the ball we just can't stop the other team so what you see is you see us lose to the Knicks I know the boys had to be embarrassed home opener you know um semi history with the Knicks we lose that in front of the fans we go to Milwaukee what do we do we play defense and i remember when quinn said uh he said in one of his press conferences i can't remember if it was recent maybe two weeks ago he mm -hmm. said you have to have the wheel defense is wheel and like my boy foot be saying on the on the show it's effort defense is effort and wheel you have to want to defend you know you you have to because think about it e when you when even when we in a zone or not even that. Say we're playing man and you doubling and they kick it to your guy. That's a lot of effort you're using to get back out there to try to contest or run them off that three-point line. Absolutely. And you saw you saw yesterday, tell the two halves. First half, not no defense effort. Minnesota shooting almost like 80%. Quinn tells them something in that in that at the halftime. They come out and you just see the energy. Well, credit JJ. JJ had a lot of energy on defense in the first half. The rest of them, I don't know what the rest of them was doing. But <laughs> in the second half, everybody started chipping in, getting on a man, getting, and it's just it, we're just a good defense away, man. That's it. Like, and you don't even got to be like locked down. Like, you really just got to get to respectable. And I've said that all last season. I'm like, yo, this team can score points. When you lost to Charlotte last year, the score was 144 to 138. It's like, bro, you put up 138 points. And All yeah. you had to do was keep them to 137. <laughs> like, you couldn't do it. <laughs> it was like, that sounds crazy, right? When you said it out loud, wild. it is really wild. And I was like, the difference between the Hawks and these other teams, like me, like Miami, like Denver, and these teams that advance in the playoffs, the difference between the Hawks and those teams, like, everybody can score in the NBA. Everybody right. can score, but those teams that advance, they can flick a switch, and it's not even so much that they lock you down because Denver's not even a lock you down defense, but mm -hmm. they can get a stop when they need a stop. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And the thing for the Hawks, it was just so many times where they just needed a stop. Like, you don't like you can play bad defense a whole game, like important situational basketball. They weren't able to get stops, man. And that's been like it's been frustrating to see because like, yo, and and to be honest, and and I'm I'm still kind of halfway on Quinn. I'm kind of like, you know, I like what he's done so far, but I'm kind of like, let's see. Let's see what's in the pudding. Right. And so. You know, four games in, he's, he's in the new thing. And so I, I like the mindset of what he's doing, because if you listen to him, a lot of the things he's talking about is long term type stuff. He's wow. talking about like changing these dudes mindset from like, yo, wow. even if he's not here, like you need to get a mindset of playing defense. And like some of those guys, it's, it's new to them because like they just think they can just outgun everybody. You can't do that in the NBA. There's going to come a point where you're going to have to play defense, especially when you get towards the end of the season, you're going to start needing the wins. But in the meantime, in between time, you're going to need to knock off these teams you're supposed to be because you're going to need those win equity. Because like you said, San Antonio, Houston, Charlotte, you add three more, three those three wins to Atlanta's win total next year, they're catapulted even out, maybe even out of the playoff, out of the play-in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, man, it's and, it's just, and it's just like I said, man. And you know, I'm always going back and forth with the homeboys, man, like my guy Matt and them. And like I said, man, I said if Quinn, now, what you said, you you said you kind of half half in, half out with Quinn. Yeah. My stance with Quinn, and they'll tell you is, I don't care about the regular season with Coach Quinn. <laughs> I know, you know, now going, I'm just going off his pass at Utah. Yeah. And obviously, we, it's not the same players, right? But mm-hmm. he showed me that he can win at a high level in Absolutely. the regular season, right? What can he do in the playoffs? And that's what I tell those guys. I'm like, yeah, this is all fine and dandy. I love it. I love winning. I want to see Quinn work his magic, his theories, whatever people want to call it in the playoffs because in Utah he wasn't too successful. He never made it past the second round in Utah, right? Even though you had a three-time defense player of the year, you had uh NBA all uh, all NBA player in Gobert, all NBA player in um Donovan Mitchell. Uh and it just for whatever reason it didn't work. You know, they was the number mm-hmm. one seed at one time. They've had three one leads at one time in the playoffs and, and, and tricked them off. So like I tell you, I, I I like Quinn. My judgment is when we get to the playoffs. Absolutely, that's what. And, I my, and, my, and mine too. I I just want to see like the the pudding. You know what I'm saying? I want to see the yeah. pudding. Like what? And you know, I, I again, I I just want to see 
I want to see like the shift that he does, like the mindset. Everyone's like, you know, everyone's talking about, oh, he's going to install this. He's going to install this. And and to be honest, like that takes time. Like it really takes time, yeah, even even more so than the, the, the 15 or 20 games he had last year in the offseason. Offseason, you know, you're not really getting work um, with your starters, you know. And Trey said like after every game, he's like, the starters haven't played in the fourth quarter. Like this is our first time doing that, you know. And so. He's trying to install and then something different. I mean, I like the guy. He's, you know, he's always been nice to the media. He seems like he he knows basketball. Is definitely a good hire. I, I would I would even dare say it was a great hire for the Hawks, you know. Um you know sometimes he I didn't mean to cut you off. No, nah, go ahead, go ahead. But you know, sometimes it it doesn't always have to be, you know, the scheme. It hmm. doesn't always have to be the system, as you know, like we be talking over there on our channel. The system, the system. I think I think. What he brings that that uh, um, that you can see immediately, he brings confidence. The players have confidence now. Yes. Obviously, if you make it to the NBA, a Trey Young, uh, obviously they're confident. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's the fact that he can come in and take you take your confidence level to a higher level. You know, and, and I think that's where you see the emergence of Jalen Johnson. I think that's where you see. Uh, you see uh Trey, Trey Young, even though he's not shooting well, but visually, visually, he's putting out effort on the court. He's running around. He's sticking his hands out. Yeah. We get Sadiq Bay, known as a bad defensive player. He's getting steals. He's attacking the back. So I think Quinn right now is has instilled that confidence in the guy that you can win. You are as good as the other team. You know what I'm saying? I think that's yeah. the main thing. That, I think that's what's hitting right now. Obviously, you know we will need his uh the 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 players will have to pick up the um the system and understand it correctly, as you can see, especially on the defensive side. You see some lapses on that defensive side. Yes, still overhelping. You know sometimes mm-hmm. doubling sometimes. Sometimes Trey be down in the paint. I'll be like, why is he down there? He got he be down in the paint with his head completely turned. Like, you're not even, you don't need, are y'all playing zone? <laughs> I was looking at some of the tape in New York. I said, is he playing the zone? <laughs> and he was turning around just looking at Randall. Meanwhile, his guy crept behind him. And you can see Quinn, Quinn like, you can see him yelling, point like, hey. Yeah. And but everybody's just, done that though. And, and we pick on Trey, but like everyone's done it. Like I've seen Tate with, with DeJounte do the same thing with Jalen Brunson after the man don't hit like seven threes. He don't turn his back. Like the man ain't hitting seven threes. Like, yo, bro, don't hit seven threes. How about you just worry about him? Yeah. Like you're going in the paint. Randall's already got two guys on him. Like, what you doing, bro? <laughs> yeah. So once they pick up that 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 uh and I, I don't want to say it to make it sound like they don't know what they're doing. But once that defensive IQ come up a little bit, yeah, understanding where you should be, the communication part they still lacking yeah. on that, especially when the switches come, it's like they're not talking. Like, hey, I'm gonna stay with him. You go with this guy. When they pick that up, and we can get it'll be defense, better. Yeah, Definitely. once you get because... this team defense up, uh, E, you get us about. I think we finished like 26, 20, 22, 26. I I said if we can get top fifteen team defense, you couldn't with Greece. You're gonna be cooking with grease. And and I think that I don't even think the look at the top um, ten defense last year. Yeah. And and I and I think that even when you look at DeJounte when he had his all defensive year in San Antonio, Mm -hmm. you know, you're looking at those guys had good habits. Like San Antonio 
for all intents and purposes, like even last year when they didn't have good players, like they still played a good brand of basketball because pop be teaching those habits, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And so once you're able to teach those defensive habits, it don't matter if you got a guy that's not even playing defense. If you know his role, the whole defense is, as a cog is going to be better as a team. But um, And when you think about it, E, let me add on to what you say. When you think about it, you know, that's what I think that's the, the hardest thing Quinn is has to do. Break Absolutely. them out of bad habits that they develop. Now, under Nate, I know people like to say under Nate, not under Nate Benton Miller. Nah. They develop, you develop those habits coming up. Hey, you, when you get in the way because you ain't really got to defend and all that jazz, break those habits. And another thing you said about Popovich, you know, Quinn is from, he like, he's from Bud's coaching tree. Absolutely. You know, Bud came from, you know, San Antonio. So, you know, Bud, I mean, not Bud, excuse me, um, Quinn, you know, you can see some of that uh, Bud, some of that Popovich, like, breaking these habits. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I want them to play a certain type of style. I want them to do this. And uh, I think I, I, I think it's, it's going fine right now. It's going fine. Yeah. I and you can see you can see from the, the relationship standpoint, I know for me, you know, because I have kind of a uh, – a behind the curtain look at some of these things sometimes, you know, being at practice and, you know, just seeing sideline stuff, the relationship he has and that he's building, I'll say building mm -hmm. because it's still early, you know, he's still building with these guys. Um, I want to say this, and then I want to ask you, which I want you to take me through the emotion from last night's game, which was a tale of two halves. Um, we we're talking about the coaching and it's funny that we talk about like, you know, the coach is always, the coach is like the quarterback in the NFL. He's going to get all the blame. He's going to get all the glory, all, you know, you know, and all the blame when it goes bad. Yeah. It's funny because sometimes, and I've been covering this team for 10 years. I've been covering this team for 10 years. I've seen coaches come and go. Mm -hmm. And it's funny when uh, they like certain fans and they want coaches out of here. And I understand every coach has an expiration date and when it's time for them to go, it's time for them to go. But it's funny when the coach after the previous coach, says the same thing about the team that has been like <laughs> that hasn't changed it's funny i literally can recall quinn saying not so much word for word saying the things the same things that lloyd pierce said the same things that Nate mcmillan said and so it's funny you know i always kind of give the coaches kind of like a little grain of salt there but i understand it's an it's an expiration point to every coach but um it's about habits it's definitely about habits and i think that the hawks uh, are on a good track you know we're two and two and um I, I think that they're headed in the right direction now we'll see how it is after this washington game but yeah. last night was definitely a fun game to cover it was like a tale of two halves first quarter the first half i was just like yo i was thinking to myself okay there's no way in hell these guys can continue shooting at this pace and mm -hmm. i was like are the hawks playing bad defense or are these dudes just hidden and I think the truth was somewhere in the middle. The defense was kind of porous, and these dudes just was hitting. And the trajectory of an NBA game, it always evens out. It always evens out. You're always going to yep. kind of cool off a little bit, and the Hawks needed to come in. But DeJounte Murray was just special last night on both sides of the court. And I said oh. last night, it feels like he's kind of stepping into the matrix, like he's stepping into Neil. He feels comfortable. He wasn't pressing. Take me through the emotions of last night, watching last night's game, man, because it was a whale of a game. Man, so I was watching the game, and I was doing a watch-along, so I was watch watching it, 
and I had people in the chat with me. I had my boy Foot up here with me and the homeboy Mikey. And you know, so we watching the game. And once again, you know, we start off with bad defensive habits, you know, helping for no reason, leaving three-point shooters open. Uh, first half, I'm sitting here complaining, but I wasn't, for some reason, I wasn't too upset because I was like, bro, every position, they got us in size, I mean, uh, in length. They tall all team, over the man. court. They're big. Number one rebounding team in the NBA. So at first, you know why I wasn't? too concerned in the first half e was because we was also making shots absolutely and we was making shots and that and the effort that Jalen johnson was given on the defensive end so i was because i remember i seen him go after try to he came off weak side help trying to block rudy gobert dunks uh and i'm sitting here like if we can get everybody else to buy in with, with that effort energy on that defensive side of the ball we making shots and i said and i remember in the chat i was like minnesota it's not a championship team mm -mm. they're gonna let you back in the game and i was i said if this if this is a denver we probably lose by 30. <laughs> but i said they're gonna let us back in the game so i remember that that, that third quarter started and i was like I'm gonna see how we do this third. If we can get it to within 10 going into the fourth, we in good, we good. Cause one thing I learned, E, two things I learned. Basketball is a long game. It's long. And other thing I learned is if you're gonna fall behind by 20, do it in the first half. Absolutely. So you got, so you got time to uh make up ground. Now I wasn't I I didn't think DeJounte was going to go for 22 in the quarter, though. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> I didn't see that part coming, you know what I'm saying? But it was weird because I'm sitting here watching the game with everybody in the chat, and I was so relaxed and calm, man. I'm just sitting here like – like I'm talking to you. I'm just like, come on, just get it to 10. If we can get it to 10, and I see we was chipping away, and mm -hmm. I told the homeboy Mikey, I was like, "That if you see that play that Car Anthony Towns that came down in the third – he just threw up some, some silly shot. Like, I don't even know what he was thinking. It went off the backboard. And I said, this is why we're going to come back. Because they're not winners. They're, yeah. They think because they're up big, it's over with. Yeah. And Murray started getting hot. And I'm just sitting here. And I'm going to keep it real. I didn't even realize he had that many points. I'm just mm -hmm. like, Murray's feeling it. Shout out to uh, Dre Hunter was feeling it too early in yeah. the third. Uh, and I remember saying, I, I wish they would get Dre Hunter more touches because he's feeling it also. Uh, but, man, let me tell you something. When Murray hit that 3 e in that third quarter, bro, I was like, I wish I was in that state. I wish I was in state farm right now. I would be clowning. I would be. I'm one of those fat E. I would be like, ah! Yeah, I get but, it. Man, bro, I was like, What? Because usually, E, that's us. Yeah. On the, we on that side. We mm -hmm. on that side giving up that three to tie the game, losing momentum. A la Houston, a la San Antonio. That's us on the other side. And it was so good to see Murray had that game. Because yeah. I think a lot of fans was, was, was kind of on the fence with Murray. Mm -hmm. uh, some of us want to see him as that second option. Some don't believe he could be that second option. And then come the fourth quarter, I remember telling Mikey, I was like, this is, this is, this is, this is fourth quarter. I said, this is called winning time. I mm -hmm. said, 
if I'm the coach, I'm looking at Murray and I'm saying, this your last breather, bro. You yeah. playing the whole quarter. Yeah. And and and, and DeJounte, DeJounte waved him off. He waved him off because I think I think Quinn got I think he got AJ up or something. DeJounte was like, Yeah, like, <laughs> like nah. Winners, prime time. And I was trying to and I was telling Mikey this, man. Uh I was like, listen, winners want to be on that court. They don't get tight. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I'm saying? They'll get tired. Yeah. They're not gonna they're not gonna say, take me out, coach. Winners don't get tired. Like yeah. I done seen, and we probably about the same age. You seen Kobe, all the greats. They don't come out when it's winning time. Nope. It's not when they, especially when they willing the team to like DeJounte willed us to victory. All right, folks. We are going to pause it just right there. We're gonna post part two. And uh, we'll probably post it. So tomorrow's game against Washington. We'll probably post it either tomorrow or Thursday, uh, maybe on the next Hawks off day. (laughs) Try saying that three times. We'll probably post uh, part two. Um, It'll be within the next 48 hours. But that was just kind of conversation with my guy, Damon, from We Talk Hawks TV. Make sure you check him out on Twitter, at Tone Gully. Um, Has some great opinions, a great a Hawks fan follow and uh, appreciate you guys checking us out. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Until next time, man, we'll see you when we see you. God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Free beats.io. Free Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.